All right. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to the Beskar Bucket. Once again, I'm joined by my friend Ken from the Forces Behind Star Wars. Hello, hello, hello. I feel like this is, what, the third time we've done this now? Yeah, I think so. It's 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 uh, it's pretty funny, actually. I feel like uh, um, that there's almost a we're beginning to develop a rhythm. So it's like I'm I'm I'm, I'm the uh, I'm the every other, or, <laughs> or something like that. <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, it's funny how it works out. Usually, when when Mike's not available for for the inflatable Falcon, uh, Ken is always ready to go, and we can we can always chuck out an episode of the Beskar Bucket. So. One of the things I got to figure out how to do because I still haven't pardoned the the, the, the term I'm going to use. I still haven't pulled the trigger yet with the rambling Star Wars fan. Um, but I think once I get that up and running, I'd like to, you know, if you would be okay with it, if we do, when we do these every other episodes of the Beskar Bucket, to use those as as bonus episodes for the the rambling Star Wars fan. Yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I I don't care. Use it use it however you'd like. But uh, so today we're going to be spoiler alert. I don't know if we're going to how spoiler heavy we're going to get, but uh, we're talking about those first three episodes of Andor. Well, so. for me, um, I am going to commit to not be spoilery. I'm going to I will talk about the show, um, but I won't I won't get into the, the specifics necessarily of who does what or any of those things because i think there's there's so much richness in that new show that we could talk about it without actually <laughs> giving away any details of the show yeah truth honestly like with these first three episodes i don't think there's much to spoil as it is i mean if you've seen any of the the promo material there's not there are a few things that that happen that I think you would consider a spoiler, but I mean we're treading totally new waters here, so it's not like you you've got to worry about like, oh X Y Z shows up and you're never gonna believe what happens. I, I feel like we're, <clears throat> at least in my opinion, it's it's a very disconnected, um, uh, I don't want to put it salt of the earth story thus far, at least in the in these first three episodes. There's not a whole lot that's that's going on um in the grand scheme of the galaxy but i, yeah, I, I think I with like... this one of the things that's exciting about this show in general is that we're starting to see a bit more of the the street level impacts of the the, the broader conflicts mm -hmm. the the broader political intrigue the broader um war if you will and it's it's pretty pretty interesting considering how um how deep they're willing to go into that 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 street level kind of thing yeah i <clears throat> i love i and we were just talking about this before we we started recording but uh yeah i i just like you said i love that we're able to see like the the dirt and the grime and and you know you can tell it's it's a lived-in universe in the the high definition that we have now. Because uh, I know that my my biggest takeaway, and like I said, we were just talking about this, uh, but it's it's gorgeous. It is a beautiful show. So I think I think that's that's the the biggest thing these first three episodes have going for them is that it just looks it looks like Star Wars, and it looks like exactly what you what you would imagine. Yeah, it's 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 the, the the Star Wars that you would imagine if you could uh, touch it in your living room, mm -hmm. you know. And I, I don't mean just from from watching a, the movie in your living room, but you know, they they the 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 detail in the props, the detail in the in the the furnishings, the detail in the clothes. It's 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 quite incredible, and there's so much. So when you watch some of these, these these scenes, there could be, you know, 10, 15, you know, different different characters, creatures or whatever on the screen at one time. And it's vivid and and, and visually appealing and, and funky and weird all at the same time. 
I think I yeah. spotted at least four or five different sets of goober goggles that were um, in this episode. <laughs> that uh, you, you know, you you put these goggles on top of someone's head. Yep, that's a Star Wars thing. Right. Yeah, and you know, it's it's the attention to detail that that is just so impressive with. And I mean, you had that in Kenobi. You had it in in the Mandalorian and the Book of Boba Fett. But I think you know, in terms of set design and um, and costume design and prop prop design, I think overall this is the best we've gotten. I think yeah, this I think... is this is the, yeah, the this is the best that Star Wars has looked for for the Disney Plus shows. Well, I think one of the benefits that they've had that we haven't really talked too much about is that they had a lot of time to work on this you know because they had proposed this idea i thought before the pandemic mm -hmm. you know and they had I, I i'm pretty sure early on they had almost like one of those teaser trailers where they showed you some of the behind the scenes stuff you know a couple years ago you know, with Neil Scanlon showing some of the creatures and, and, and things like that. So so this is a little bit different than even if we say The Last Jedi or The Rise uh, the rise of Skywalker, where they didn't have as much time necessarily to develop all of this stuff. Yeah, I think the they had a sizzle reel for it out in twenty the end of 2020. But I know they, so they, this was something that was kicked around, I don't want to say like immediately after um, Rogue One came out, but fairly shortly thereafter. Um, this, this was already an idea that, that was, that was being tossed around to do a prequel series with Cassian. Um, so, I mean, this, like, like you said, this has been in development for a while. And one of the other things that makes this makes this series a little bit different than some of the other ones is yeah you have some of the big names involved behind the scenes so like i, I mentioned neil scanlon the the creature designer and so on but not as many of the big names worked on i mean yeah tony gilroy has written stuff for i thought he had written stuff for either rebels or clone wars or something um but many of the folks who are involved in this from the maker standpoint are somewhat new, even to the point where, where, where Diego Luna himself is not only is he acting in this show, but he's also serving as a, as a, as a producer of this show, you know, similarly to Ewan McGregor with the Kenobi show, mm -hmm. you know, Ewan served as a, I thought he was either a, a producer or an executive producer on that show. So you've got a lot of, excitement and creativity and freshness to it not saying that the the historic makers aren't great i mean we you hopefully you know by this point that i you know i worship them in in in, in, in incredible ways and i'm very thankful for what they've done and this this new thing shows its newness based on those 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 different makers that are either behind the camera or writing the scripts or even even working on the costumes and stuff mm -hmm. yeah the, the 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 costumes look star warsy but it's not necessarily things that we've seen before exactly you know, right the, the the hats and the even though i mentioned those those silly goggles are not the same goggles that luke wore on on tatooine and you know so there there are things that are definitely star wars um appropriate and then there's other things that are just so fresh that you know it's, this is the this is the new thing this is the, the 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 different iteration of it even though it fits in so well so so cleanly yeah they're they're doing a very an excellent job of making it feel like star wars without taking something that's already been used so they're 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 doing new things but keeping in the same path that has already been dug out yep absolutely so, one thing i thought this is 
this is the, the 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 costume nerd in me, the 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 guy who spends way too much time pausing something and looking at it closely. But I'm pretty <laughs> sure one of the characters was wearing a, a jacket cloak kind of thing with mm-hmm. a visible zipper. Oh no. God forbid we have zippers in Star Wars. <laughs> so when I watched right. I, I I'm you know, I, it had to be, you know, maybe four o'clock or something this morning. I, I'm, I'm pausing it and I'm going up close to the screen. I'm like, I'm pretty sure that's a zipper. I'm pretty sure that that's what I see. Yeah. Well, speaking of, of pausing and, and uh, analyzing costumes, um, not exactly a costume, but a prop. What did you think of um, B, the, the new droid? <laughs> So, so there are two things about it. First of all, it's so damn cute. Like it's such a cool droid. Right. And 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 secondly, I was very surprised at its voice. The fact yeah. that the fact that it actually had a voice. Okay. So, I apologize for the folks that are listening. The spoiler: this 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 robot talks. Yeah, I don't I don't think that one's yeah. that much of a giveaway, but. Um... Yeah, I do. I I was, I fell in love with him because like, they they showed him in at uh, Comic Con with the the Black series. Okay. Because uh, they're doing a two pack with Cassian and him. So we we saw him and I was like, this looks terrible. Like just just from what we see with the with the Black series action figure, I was like, God, I hope that's not what he looks like on screen. Because it, it was just, it, I don't know why it looked so awkward in, in like the six inch scale, but seeing him on screen, I cannot wait for Mr. Bagley to release the uh, the files for that because that is a droid that I want to print. <laughs> he is adorable and I well, love I want to figure out, you know, and I, I haven't built any droids yet other than, you know, the ones that, that you know, you can get at Batu or whatever. Um, but it would be cool to not just build this droid, but figure out how to make it mobile. Right. You know, tracks or treads or wheels or whatever. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I don't think... So, basically, at least this is what I gathered, is he looks like a mashup of a an astromech droid and a gonk droid. So, I don't think that it's going to be too different. Now, the, the, the stacks, if you will... Um, that kind of make up his separated body. Um, I don't know how you would get that motion down, but I feel like, I mean, just the same way that people uh, do the three legs in an astromech droid, you just add one more and then you've got the, uh, the, the motion. So I don't think it's, yeah. gonna, I don't think it'd be terribly difficult. Well, I think it may be challenging to to get it to have the the screen the screen kind of motion where you know it's 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 top its hood or its head or its its hat where it kind of tilts and then shimmies up and down on a like a piston stuff like that. Right. I mean, it, yeah. it, it was incredibly creative and 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 fantastic. Yeah, and it really it makes me want to know if that was a real prop that they used, or if that was totally CG. Well, it, yeah, that's the that's definitely some of the magic that would be that'd be fun to to see. And if I was a betting man, and I know I live next to Atlantic City, and I don't bet as much as I could or should, um, it may be like BB-8, where they had you know multiple versions of it. You know, they had the the, the BB-8 on a on a, on a, on a like a that you could roll around and then you had the BB-8 where somebody controlled the head and then you had the the radio controlled one so i mean who knows there there might be several of those 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 droids available depending on what what scene they're shooting mm-hmm. yeah it I, I and again if i were a betting man just like you um i would say we're going to get a gallery series in the at the beginning of the year i hope so yeah, because I I really want to see. So I I was interested when they did the gallery for the Mandalorian, the Book of Boba Fett, and then obviously the the new Obi Wan um, documentary that we talked about last week. But I actually this is the one that I'm most excited to see the behind the scenes for. Yeah, and just considering the sheer volume of this show, 
there's so much that's possible. Well, One it's of... funny. It's funny yeah, that you bring up volume because all of this was shot on set. You want to talk about a hell of a segue right there. <laughs> you don't get well much better than sweet. that. <laughs> but I, th I think there is something to be said about, you know, a lot of, or I, I believe all of it, it has was shot on location. So, which now look, I I love volume. I think it is th the greatest technological improvement that we've made in film in decades. Um, however, it is impressive to see them going out and actually filming everything on location and and doing things practically as opposed to to using the volume so i in and i'm shocked shocked that that it's all on if, if if i'm remembering correctly i believe it is all on location yeah i can't remember if it's all on location or or mostly on location um and either way it's it's freaking gorgeous and 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 huge even though and i i the phrase I'm about to use has the potential to sound like I'm minimizing it. And I don't mean any insult by it, even though it's just a TV show. Right. Yeah. But it's so a TV that, show with a film budget. Yeah, that, that that's true. That's that's I guess that's that's an important thing to. It's not like Days of Our Lives kind of budget. It's you know it's, right. it's much no, larger no, than that. No cardboard sets. This isn't Star Trek. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, even even down to the the speeders and stuff I, I don't now that we're talking out loud i don't i would still have to guess that some of it is on the volume because there are some scenes that i'm just scratching my head trying to figure out how they could could film that in live action right without yeah. it being on the volume and and if they if if it is on location and it you know it's none of it is um none of it's in the volume that makes it even more impressive yeah what they're able to do or what they're willing to do i should say because we know they're able to do it but the fact that they're they're willing to 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 do everything on location and and have these these organic sets it's there there is something to be said like i said though it i this is not me discrediting or whinging about the volume it's it's simply I, I I think it's it's fascinating to see that we're now going back to to on location filming. Well, I think the volume is a wonderful example of the the innovation that that Star Wars is known for, and so the time, effort, and energy that was put into the 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 creation of the volume and then the use of the volume just adds one more tool to this already robust box of tools that they have available to them. I mean, these these folks use everything from, from stop motion animation to, um, to giant props on screen and now the, the volume where they can film a sunset and have that sunset stay there, that sun or twin suns stay in that same position for hours, casting light on the the actors and actresses without having to worry about clouds or rain or any of that sort of stuff. Mm -hmm. So it's it's amazing what they've they've been able to add to their 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 list of things that are available to them when it comes to creating some of these things. Right. Yeah, I. I'm I'm blown away with with the with how far Star Wars has just continued for the last 45 years to just push the envelope of technology. Yeah, one of the things I would really love to see too. So when when the Lord of the Rings came out by Peter Jackson and was filmed in in New Zealand and stuff, they actually turned some of those things into tourist destinations. You know, you could go and 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 see some of these 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 things that they created and just based on the the scenery and the sets that they've created just in these first three episodes like i would love to go to that planet and and see this shop or you know get like almost like photo ops at some of these these places that they that, that show up on the screen i'd love i'd love to be the guy with the, the the two big metal hammers 
banging on that 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 neighborhood bell. You know, it just it seems like a, a fun place to visit and 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 see, right? Live and in person. Yeah, and that's that's the beauty of it is you know that that was a built set. Granted, I don't know if that's if that were was a set or if that was somewhere that they they retrofitted same way they did with uh, like Mos Eisley in out in Tunisia. Um, but yeah, no, that that's the magic of it. Is it looks so real that it could actually exist? Yeah. So yeah, I overall I'm I'm extremely pleased with with how it looks. I will say though, kind of shifting from from looks to now story, um, the I'm in love with um, Stellan Skarsgård's character. I knew I was going to be, but without giving anything away. He brings a, a moxie and an attitude that I think is very much so needed at this point in Cassian's life just from oh, what we've seen thus far goodness yeah and just his his delivery of lines his his presence on screen is something that can't be easily replicated you know there's there's only one him and it doesn't matter if it's in the star wars universe or if it's you know, playing opposite of Thor in the in the Marvel universe, you know right. he's he is such a great actor, and all of the folks that we've seen so far, they make you believe that this is this is legit, this is real, this is this is happening as you're seeing it. Mm -hmm. You know, it's 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 not like some some movies that you watch, you're like yeah, this is this is definitely a movie, like this stuff. It feels documentary-like, realistic. It feels um, authentic, if that, if that makes any sense. Yeah, and, and, and I think it's something... There, There's a the, the term that you have to go into every single piece of media, not or the, every single piece of fiction, fictional media, is the suspension of disbelief. And I feel like recently, that's... I'll... I'll, I'll I, Again, I'm probably probably not going to make too many friends by saying this, but I feel like that's lost in in a lot of of big blockbuster media um where you know you go in and you're like, "Okay, well this is there is no way that any of this is possible." And I I think that Andor is like you said, it it feels real. You it's documentary like um, and I, I think that it, it's, it's nice, it's a nice change of pace, uh, to see that being able to go into it with that suspension of disbelief is, is a nice, is a nice change from, from what I'm used to seeing. Yeah. And I'm hopeful that with this show and everything that comes after it, that folks are willing to sit down and just take in what they're being presented and then make the connections to things instead of okay before i turn on the tv i want to see a b and c and if i don't see a b and c i'm going to be mad and if i don't see a b and c i'm going to get online and 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 say how bad it was or if i don't see a b and c i'm going to insult the makers or or whatever just watch it just watch it and mm -hmm. and and see what shows up. See see where the connections can be made or are made. You know, listen to the music that's being played because this is another an, another Star Wars um, offering that has different people involved in the music, different people involved in 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 the costume. So there's a, a freshness to it, even though it's still in that same galaxy far far away that that George and Ralph and 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 Richard Edlund and Joe Johnston and all those folks created all those years ago. It's in the same the same neighborhood, just with with new seamstresses and carpenters and musicians. Yeah, I think the age of Star Wars that we're in right now. Now, look, I wasn't alive. I'm using this just as a frame of reference. 
I feel like this this era of Star Wars that we're in right now, it it seriously reminds me of, of like when <clears throat> after after Jedi before Phantom Menace, when you had um, all these different authors writing books. And it, you know, you've got you've got the Mandalorian. That's John Favreau. You've got Obi Wan. That's Deborah Chow. And then honestly, I don't know the showrunner for Andor, and I feel like I feel like a bad fan. Well, you you, you pretty much are. I mean, I'm glad you admitted that out loud. It's a uh, um, Tony Gilroy's the writer. Gotcha. Um, I'm not sure who the director is. Um, and now I'm a fake fan. Wow. At least we both are. Um, Stephen Schiff is the the showrunner. Okay. Uh, also, this kind of real quick going back to what we were talking about earlier. Uh, this was announced in November of 2018. So four years ago is when this show was announced. Yeah, and, and compare that to how quickly we went from The Force Awakens to The Last to the Rise of Skywalker. Mm -hmm. You know. But uh, yeah, so back back to what I was saying. <clears throat> you know, this this feels like when you had all these different authors writing books, so you've got all these different takes. Now you've got shows that have different people's views and ideas and you know their different cinematography and their their different writing styles but instead of having to read it you've got it on screen where you can see it so i i, I feel like and and correct me if i'm wrong but you know i feel like this is similar to you know where you had all these different books that were coming out and you've got different authors writing styles see i think it's similar yet kicked up 15 notches right you know so so then it was the 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 novels and the the the, the west end games and and the comic books now it's those things well not so much the west end games but the comics the novels the audiobooks the the animated stuff and the live action stuff and and we're at the place now where we're getting live action star wars on a weekly basis piped into our house mm -hmm. you know we're not spending eight nine fifteen twenty two dollars per movie ticket to go see something in the big screen we can i think it's what thirteen dollars per month for disney plus and i apologize disney plus for not knowing how much my uh, my membership is per month but it's it's piped into my living room or if i want to i can watch it on my phone during a zoom meeting at work not that right. i've ever done that so for all my coworkers that are listening i've never done that i'm just saying i could if i wanted to exactly yeah we we would we're we're model employees we would never watch anything while we're getting paid yes <clears throat> yeah i uh yeah, I, whole, I wholeheartedly agree. It's, I mean, because like you said, not only do we have the books, the comics, the the audiobooks, all that, but we also were getting the same thing on screen. Um, One thing I was surprised by with with the book of Boba Fett that we didn't get that we've gotten with some of the 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 other stuff is we didn't get the art of the of Boba Fett and we didn't get a making of book of Boba Fett. Mm -hmm. I was very surprised that we didn't get either one of those things. Yeah, honestly, I, I I'm shocked just as much as you are. Did we get one for Obi Wan, or has no, that been announced nope. yet? Nope, hasn't even been announced. I because I look for both of them, I haven't seen anything. Whereas the other ones, I mean, you you could order it before the, um, before the show was over. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and for the Mandalorian, you were able to. They had, I think, they had two, art of books. Yeah, because they had one for season one and two. So yeah, we haven't gotten anything for Book of Boba Fett or Obi-Wan. <clears throat> That's interesting. Yeah, I didn't I didn't realize we didn't get one for, for either of those shows. And we haven't gotten other than being on Disney Plus, which I think is is wildly wonderful, we haven't gotten them on DVD or Blu-ray. Oh, I don't think you'll ever see them. I think I think they're gonna keep that to a Disney Plus exclusive. 
because I mean, it, at the end of the day, you're going to make more money just by, you know, making people keep their subscription. Why would you let someone buy it if, if they're going to pay you to pay you every month to watch it? Yeah, that's true. <clears throat> but I now I would love to have a, a steelbook collection of all these Disney Plus shows. But I, I think I think they're because the unfortunately the the art of disc media is almost completely dead um i mean if you if you've been to your local best buy target walmart i guess not so much walmart because they they've got a lot of like the bargain movies but i i know i go to best buy pretty frequently um and like it, it seems like every time i go the dvd section is just getting smaller and smaller and smaller and smaller yeah and i miss those those like you said the the steelbook sets or even the special sets um i didn't get the really big one when rise of skywalker came out that ginormous one that i think had like 15 or 20 discs to it but i did get mm -hmm. phase one and phase two of the marvel movies you know they came in really cool cases and you know had some props and extra bits with them mm -hmm. you know i and and part of it might just be because i'm a I'm a I'm a collector. I'm like Smaug in my house. So like I, I'll I'll just get all sorts of stuff and 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 hunker over it, protecting it like gold. Um, but I I would like to see some of that stuff, like you said, in a in a collection that can go up on the shelf next to the other things. Right. I've got so many copies of Star Wars movies that I just I want to have everything in the same format all at once. Not not including my hundred and twelve copies of Revenge of the Sith. That's 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 its own collection. Does but, it take up one shelf or two? Uh four. Oh, okay, fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, granted it's it's on the uh <clears throat> the uh the oh what's it called? The hutch of my desk. Oh, okay. So it's it's four small shelves. But I, I think if I if I put it on a bookshelf, like a real bookshelf, uh, it would probably be like one and a half, maybe, okay. maybe two. But either way, um, what did you think of uh, Bix, the the new uh, mechanic oh, I thought character? She, I thought she was fantastic, and she yeah. she almost, from what I heard, she almost didn't audition for the show. Really? Because when they were doing the auditions for for the series, it was it was during the pandemic. Mm. You know, when she was a little bit nervous about going to this audition because the pandemic was just starting to become a thing and places were getting locked down and putting in more regulations and 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 um, guidelines of things, and she almost didn't go, and her mom talked her into it. Hmm. Interesting. I didn't know that. Yeah, I thought I, th I think she again. She's another character that that adds adds more depth to uh, to where we're at in 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 this story. Um, because you know, it, like we've we've seen rebels, like in the rebellion, not the show, not to be confused. Um, but we haven't we haven't seen them this up close in this like almost in a microscope um, yeah so you know you can see like she's got a yeah i don't want to i don't want to get too far into spoiler territory um but like you see like the routes that she has to take to to achieve the her objective does that make sense are yep. you picking up what i'm putting down i'm picking up what you're putting down all right and what i also think is interesting too about the show that falls in in a, a certain place in the Star Wars timeline. So far, we haven't really seen a a too many specific references to some of those larger entities. Mm -hmm. You know, so you know, Jedi and Sith and Empire and Emperor and you know the Senate and all of these sort of things that hasn't hasn't shown up too much yet in these first three episodes there's there's some some subtle nods and mentions to them but it's not in your face yeah i mean i think we you could probably count on 
one, maybe two hands, the the mentions of you know the um, overarching universe. Yep. Um. So I think that's you're you're right. You know they're 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 staying low to the ground and you know playing it close to the chest right now. Granted, we, I, we all know that it's going to it's going to ramp up and it's going to become you know a much broader story. But I think I think they did it really well for these. For now, granted, if they would have stuck with their plan and released the first two episodes, I don't think that it would be as well received as it is with. Because the way I look at it is this: this is a trilogy, of of episodes. This is this is your 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 prologue to get you into the the overarching story. I I think if you would have if they would have released the first two episodes, you would have had a lot of people fall off the wagon. Because you oh, yeah, I, I would agree with that. I totally would agree with that. Now, obviously, like you and I, or or you know, also like diehard fans. Of course, we're gonna be you know at, sitting at the edge of our seat, like okay, what happens next? But I, I I when I say that, I mean like some more the the the, the casual fans are like, oh well, there's a new Star Wars show out. Let's let's see what that's about. Yeah, I don't think this is the. I don't think this is at least right now from what I've seen. That this is the show that will, folks will just enter into. You know, like, oh, there's a Star Wars thing. Maybe I'll watch this one. I think you'll watch it on purpose because of stuff you've already seen or because of um, actors that you're familiar or characters you're familiar with. Mm -hmm. You know, oh, that, yeah, we watched that movie with, with that Cassian guy. He's in the show. Okay, then I'll watch it. But I don't think folks will just sit down and watch this fresh and not having seen any other star wars right yeah i i think you already have that show with the mandalorian i i i i'm a firm believer and i think anyone could pick up the mandalorian as their first experience with star wars and instantly be hooked because oh, yeah. i agree because the first season is totally disconnected the only thing you really need to know is, okay, he's a bounty hunter. We have bounty hunters in the real world. Okay, check. The Empire was taken down. They explained that pretty clearly. And then this this baby Yoda, this, this, this little green character. Oh, I know who Yoda is, just from general pop culture. So I... And, <clears throat> I think the, the Mandalorian is is an excellent springboard into into a larger world. Oh goodness, yeah, absolutely. And um, there are enough connections to that larger world to make it exciting and intriguing and um, curious. Like, oh, like, like, where did how does this fit there? Oh yeah, I see where that connection is to the other thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like I feel like Andor. If, if the Mandalorian is your your launching point, and the the Mandalorian's like the tip of your iceberg, I think Andor is when you're gonna start getting below sea level. I think that's when you're really gonna see the the uh, the depths of the iceberg here. So, because like you said, I, I I agree. I don't think this is a this is a casual show. I think this is most people who are going to go into this should have some prior knowledge. So, yeah, I think, I think right now it's, it's, we're at an excellent point. However, I, I, I've seen some, some negativity online. Um, Why am I not surprised? Right. Uh, because the, <clears throat> because they didn't release four episodes. Because apparently, I know, look, don't give me that look. <laughs> Say that again. So they're so, mad because that they only got three. Now, now the reasoning behind it is, um, and I'm not going to name which which YouTuber I saw this from, because I look, I don't want to, I don't want to shine any light on it, um, or any more light, I should say. But apparently, the reviewers that that are ranting and raving about this show um, got four episodes instead of three. And apparently the fourth episode is really where it kicks it into high gear. Yep. So yeah, we're, we're going to so. get it, right? Like, so we'll, we'll get to see it, right? It's not like, you know, they got to see an episode that nobody else will see. 
Right. And and like like I was saying, um, <clears throat> you know, it it these first three episodes they're they're a slow burn. Um, I don't know if I said that on air or not, but either way. Um, so I, I think I think a lot of these people are, are like, oh well, it's not action packed, and apparently this fourth, this mystical fourth episode that we haven't seen yet is really where the action kicks off. And it's just like this—that's not what this show is supposed to be about. This is supposed to be a drama. Well, and so let's explore a couple interesting realities related to the show. It's two seasons. Mm-hmm. Each season is twelve episodes, so we know it's going to take us a while to get through all of it, and. While I'm not a fan of assuming, because we all know what happens when you assume, or at least in the words of my grandfather, when you assume you make an ass out of you and you piss me off, but that's different. Um, We can assume that it's going to take us a little while to explore everything, and not everything is going to be obvious from episode one. Mm -hmm. So with that in mind... How about we just watch it? Just, just knowing, watch. just watch it, knowing that the stuff in episode six of this series will connect to the five before it and the five or whatever after it, the six after it. But just watch. I know it's a concept, right? And and so so, and I also want to point out that we're living in a world where we have Star Wars piped into our houses weekly live action star wars weekly what is there really to complain about like your guess is as good as mine so and and maybe it's folks just attempting to 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 get a get attention or be heard or or whatever just enjoy it or 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 not and that's fine don't enjoy it. Just don't enjoy it over there. Right. I don't, I don't, I don't. Yeah. It. Look, I'm I'm a big wrestling fan, and in 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 wrestling terms, this is this is getting a pop. So essentially, what that means is you're just you're saying things or you're doing things just to get a reaction, be gotcha. that good or bad, and that gotcha. that's that's my biggest takeaway from that is you know they're. That's the problem with with some of these these fans is, um, they're they're going for the cheap pop, and <clears throat> complaining that we didn't get a fourth episode because apparently that's where it all kicks off, is the lowest form of. <laughs> I don't I don't even have the words to describe that, but I, when I, when I saw that this morning. I just my eyes about rolled out of my head <laughs> because I'm like, like like you said, we're gonna get it. We yeah. only have yes six next week. more days until we get it. It's right around so, the corner. It'll be here. It'll be here before you know it. I promise. It's not. It's not going anywhere. I mean, with that logic, you say I can't believe we don't know what it, how this ends. Right, it's like you would expect... What, What did you expect it to go from episode one to at the end of these three episodes be right up at the, the start of Rogue One? There is... There is at least 12 more hours of story to tell. Because Which I mean, if, in if, and if of itself episode, is amazing. Right! That, that's, that is, that's four feature-length movies. Yeah, I was just gonna say that's more than the original trilogy. That's like that's that's bonkers. That is more. Uh, maybe not. Maybe not exact science. Um, that's more than the the prequel and the original trilogy. Depending on how long each episode is, depending on how yeah. long each movie was, because I, I I think it was like twelve hours and like. 50 minutes something like that to watch the entire the entire one through six it's it's a lot it's a lot so just just hold your horses cool your jets 
pump the hate breaks. Pump the hate breaks. Just, just watch it. Just, just, just watch it. Just, just, just watch it. They'll, they'll, they'll answer some of your questions. They will, they will surprise you. There will be, there's, there's more to see here. We won't see it all in the first three episodes. And speaking of, you know, you mentioned that the the folks who got to see the preview, and I'm gonna guess that one of our friends was in that list of people who got to see the. the, the not, not that I'm gonna name names and say that I'm jealous of her. However, I am jealous of her, and I I hope she enjoyed it. Actually, I'm, I'm gonna guess that she did, uh, because she seems to be the person that would, or a person that would. Um. I just lost my train of thought. Oh, so. Uh-oh. At a at celebration, they showed um, different trailers during different panels. Mm-hmm. And there were a whole lot of folks who either A, you know, recorded it and then posted the the shoddy, the, the shoddy uh, Blair Witch Project video on YouTube that you could barely hear or barely see. Um, and then there were other folks who were complaining that folks at celebration got to see this thing that other people didn't but dude that's do that that's life like that's the whole point you're not going to get it all that was a special thing for those people that went to that event and went and were in that space at that time yeah you i mean at some point like whether it be monetarily or or just through sheer work and effort a lot of the times you you know you're going to pay to get that early special treatment. And, you know, the people at Celebration, they paid a lot of money to go to Celebration. It's not cheap going to Anaheim, California for four or five days. Those tickets were not cheap either. Or in the in the, in the the case of the, <clears throat> the early screenings or the reviewers, they worked long and hard, and they earned their right to be you know, critics and, and, and respected in the industry to get to see that extra episode. Yeah, and so. it's like with the, going to the, the trailers that were shown at Celebration, we got them. Like, that, yeah. the, the Mandalorian Season 3 trailer is now out there for us to view. And I don't know if it's because so many of the pirated versions were put out on YouTube and, and Disney just said, eh, they've already seen crappy versions of this, let's give them the better ones. Or they had planned it the whole time that they were going to show this trailer at some point. Mm-hmm. Um, but in truth and reality, as harsh as this may sound, not everybody gets the same stuff all the time. And it's not as if this fourth episode will never be seen by anybody else. It's it's coming next week, six days. Right. Well, with that, I think that's that's a pretty solid short episode there. You got any any parting thoughts you'd like to get off your chest before we uh, wrap it up? The only thing I want to get off my chest is I want to say thank you to the, the, the to, to Disney Plus and all the folks that were patient enough through the pandemic, patient enough to to craft and create and make this show for us. Um, so I can't say thank you enough to, to those folks because just in just in these three episodes alone, I'm wildly impressed and I'm super excited uh, about what I'm gonna see in the in the next coming episodes. Yeah, I I just to echo that <clears throat> it's 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 weird to think that it's been three weeks since it was supposed to come out. And you know, we're all, you know, as soon as we see that it's been delayed three weeks, we all get up in arms, but it feels like it was like 10 minutes ago. In in comparison to the fact that we've known this is coming, this show's been coming for four years now. So it's, I, I'm incredibly grateful to finally see it on screen and, and, you know, in its entire, well, in its entirety, in quotes. Yeah. Those um, three episodes in, in its entirety. <laughs> exact. Thank you. But yeah, I, I I can't agree with you more that I'm I'm incredibly grateful to finally finally see Diego Luna reprise his role as Cassian Andor. Yeah. However, I hate how Stellan Skarsgård says Andor. Andor, Cassian Andor. Andor. Well, for me, it's a wonderful throwback <laughs> to the originals. Yeah, that's true. The, 
because because even Luke, uh, or sorry, even George Lucas would say the the names differently, you know. So you know whether it was Han or Han, Leah, Leia, you know, the only one that they didn't necessarily mix up too much was Luke. It was always Luke. Yeah. You know. Yeah. It, but, it, George, yeah. is it is it Han or is it Han? Yeah. I don't know. Whatever sounds right to you. Yeah. <laughs> Just say it faster, more intense. <laughs> faster, more intensity. <laughs> <laughs> but all right well, well thanks I for think... having me on another episode tonight i really appreciate it yeah absolutely we'll be back next week with the uh the inflatable falcon hopefully thankfully we'll only have one episode of of andor to uh for for you and i to review we, we gotta get mike's thoughts on on all this so yeah and i'm sure he'd be willing yeah. to share them and we'll definitely have to make sure that you all catch up with us on the next episode of the inflatable falcon because we got some important troop time to talk about Yes, we do. So, but uh, what's going on with the Force Pine Star Wars before we before we go? So, I'm I'm going to be purchasing my my domains this weekend. So I'm going to purchase the the oh sorry the Force Pine Star Wars. Mm-hmm. We're going to be recording, I believe, in two weeks, and we're going to talk about Andor. That's what the guys Perfect. wanted to do. I originally we were going to do a couple episodes on the. Uh, Light and Magic, the documentary, the docu-series, but mm-hmm. instead we shifted our attention to Andor. And then for the the rambling Star Wars fan, that, that solo right. project that I've been working on, I'm going to buy the two domains. I'm going to buy the .com and the .net and then uh, get a, a, a couple episodes recorded and at least get that introductory episode out into the universe for folks to listen to and see if they want to want to follow and subscribe and all that jazz. Awesome. Well, I'm I'm really excited to uh, to listen to that. I think, <clears throat> look, you you are one of my favorite people to talk to because you are just so well articulated in in the way you speak and in, in your manner of speaking that I I can't I can't condone a solo Ken show anymore. <laughs> so I am I'm excited I'm excited to for you to finally get the Ramblin' Star Wars fan off the ground and uh, of course I I'm very much looking forward to the new episode of the Force Spine Star Wars awesome and uh i i am hoping folks will also tune into uh star wars geek girl the other the other member of the the unifying fandom podcasting network that we've got so yeah with, well go ahead i was gonna say with that thank you so much again and it was fantastic hanging out with you talking about andor for as long as we did yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's a short episode, all things considered, for us. But uh, yeah, it was great, great chatting with you. Real quick, make sure you listen to the Forces Behind Star Wars, the Ramblin' Star Wars fan when it gets up and going. I'm gonna need to get a new banner, but <laughs> uh, and then of course the Inflatable Falcon podcast that is Wednesday nights at 8:30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and then you are listening to the Beskar Bucket. And I appreciate you guys hanging out with us. 